Data management vision is a key role in winning. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Well, it's the regulatory and reimbursement regulations and statutes that have come in place. I think I've over the last five years, I would say the company has lost probably 28% in terms of revenue that wow. we were seeing prior to that. Yeah. So, and it rears its ugly face in so many different ways. I always felt that, you know, demographically, these are, this is the time we're in this time. You know, 30 years ago, I just heard about the baby boomers and, you know, how we're all getting to this age and we're exploding in the population with our senior aging folks are, I mean, we have arrived right now. Yeah. But unfortunately, at the federal level and also at the state level, there are not financial resources recognized. In fact, the converse has happened. And it's something that... My son laughs about, is it that time of the year again, mom? Is CMS going to do mm. their magic again? Yeah. You know, it started with the change in payment reimbursement. And I was in my office and my mom came down. She was our CFO at the time. And we had undergone a total change in reimbursement. And she said, Jill, she shut the door. She said, Jill, I have something I need to tell you. It was on the third day of the month. We had just completed all of our billing. And she told me, and I I was like, well, mom, that's not that bad. She said, that's for all of O&R. I thought she was just saying Texas. Yeah. So we lost overnight 60% of our business. And as did other companies. Industry-wide. Industry-wide overnight. And then, Trent, you know, you were around at the time that this other change happened. And we were expecting a 50% again reduction. And the first cut, the only answer that was prominent and pushed me forward was, I've got to get out of California because the cost of living. And I had to move the O&R office, administrative office out of California because I was competing with the Silicon Valley. Yeah. Right there. And yeah, especially in Los Gatos, right? And, yes, yes. And expenses. So then we experienced another cut. And then as recent as January of this year, the government, CMS, randomly and arbitrarily cut our licensed assistant salaries by 15%. It's amazing. And most people probably don't know this, that because you have Medicare, because people don't know that like the government is limiting salary, right? Like payment per this. And, you know, we have been a proud country who were brought up to respect our elders, to take care of the elderly. You have a passion for that, that you put your money where your mouth is as a 20 year old. And 
the rest of us have parents that we've always cared for and have and understand that grandparents and all those things. Does it feel like we're foregoing these people in a way? Yes. We have limited access to care as they do. So not only were the dollars cut, but the patients, the residents' access to care was cut through a reduction in volume of therapy provided to these aging folks. So where did we go? I've always relied upon data. Trent, you were with us a couple years ago when this thing called PDPM, a reimbursement change. Yep. I coined that year DDPM, data-driven people management. That's right. And we've lived by that mantra for years. Yep. And I think the efficiency of one's data management vision is a key role in winning yeah. and the continued success. Yeah, I love that, Jill. You know, that at Leadershipity, we have DD Ops, right? We have data-driven operations, which is the same in, in a way. You know, it's our version of monitoring, you know, people's role and their contribution. And, you know, what I love the quote, numbers don't lie. Right. Like, you know, like I know people lie. I know that. Like, you know, oh no, yeah, I was uh, the mileage on my car to you know, over to Dallas was wait, what? Seven hundred hanging out with O and R too long. But you know, for for athletics, you know, we have been just data driven forever, right? I mean, we make decisions based on what we should do in the game, based on how Jill matches up against this person and is that good a matchup for us? And yes, that's what works for us. That's strategic for us. And so we take all that data. And of course, people are paid on data. Like how many home runs have you hit? How, what's your batting average? And all those good things. But, you know, the other side that I've always said is, you know, video doesn't lie either, right? Like that's been a source of feedback right now. If we can review the tapes, I hear a lot of kids that I coach go, oh yeah, hey, you know, I was in perfect position. Oh, well, let's review the tapes, right? And and what you've done with DDPM is, has, is, is you've created a, oh, Let's review the tape. How'd the month look? Because it's all right here in black and white in spreadsheet era, right? Like this is how the month breaks out and this is how we do it. And for folks that aren't landing that Jill of as a business owner, that you've got to have your KPIs. You've got to have your data that tells the story. If they're not doing it today, what would you tell them? Frankly, I would tell them that there's no way they can manage a business without yeah. data. Yeah. And when you hear about all those companies, oh, you know, 80% don't make it five years. Guess what? They don't read the data. They don't watch the numbers. They don't manage by indication, right? Like, you know, because those tell the story. So now let's come back to gut feeling. Well, I got a gut feeling that, you know, we're going to get some more sales around the corner. I got a gut feeling we should take this risk. So, you know, I don't, and so this is where Jill and I are going to argue. This will be fun. So, and you've really hit this, by the way. You have experiential growth beyond most people. And Allison Hodson out of Edmonton, Alberta, she's a, she's a person much like yourself. Every experience I have with Jill Capella, she's breaking down the data. She's looking at the number. She's triangulating the feeling of how it's feeling. What's the experience, Right. How do I feel about it? How are people behaving when this has happened? She's triangulating that all the time. And here's the thing, 
that people don't get about learning. She's doing it in both good and bad. We're all doing it on the bad. Like, oh my gosh, this worked out terribly. I got to fix this, right? The, the mistakes all got to be fixed and we dive into those things a lot easier. But when you break down the experiential growth and understanding of it, when it's good, we call it the shampoo treatment, wash, rinse, repeat. Like, hey, let's do that again. <laughs> because you know we just made a good little chunk of change and this works and our clients are happy and everybody just won. And this is how we experimented. This is how people are feeling. This is how we're behaving. And then when it's going good and we're not doing those things like, oh, listen, if we don't do those things, it's going to go bad. Because like, we know what it looks like when it's good. So monitoring that now, what she's doing through the data every day is so important. So your gut feeling is a number of experiential growth experiences that you've had over all these level ones, level twos, level threes, level fours, level fives. And your gut feeling is experiential, right? Other people don't have the experiences that you have and they don't have the ability to process or maybe, and I, and I don't know if they don't have the ability necessarily, but they haven't been forthright in thinking through that and understanding the learnings like you have, which raises your level of dealing with these challenges way above most people. So your gut feeling I don't think it's in your gut. I think it's in all those experiences that you've monitored and lived through and lived to tell the tale. Is that fair? Well, I think we're both saying the same thing. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. <laughs> nice. Good. I do feel that your gut is the culmination of all your experiences. Yes. Okay. And good. So I, I'll agree. I'll okay. agree. So, but, so, so would, let me ask you the next question. Then if you, if you talk to a young person corporate person, never been on their own in business, never run their own P&L, like their own money, right? I'm not talking about, you know, a, a P&L for IBM, <laughs> right? Your investment, your mortgage is on the line on payroll because we've been there, right? And they say, oh, I got a gut feeling on this. I've been in business one year after 15 years of corporate. Do you trust that gut? That's not a fair <laughs> they don't so, so that's what i'm saying about no, let me finish let me finish okay good okay, so I'm sorry. that is I'm not sorry. fair question i mean okay. data is powerful okay yes. when it comes to data there is appropriate analysis and needed follow-up when i am training my leaders to go with your gut it's based upon same and similar situations, whether you won or you learned. Yep. You're, what your takeaway is, but I think that gut is nurtured through years of experiences. Yes. yes. I think there's, you know, and as I said, I'm not a fortune reader. I don't really, I'm, I'm applying gut trend in a different way. I think yes. that you are. So I think we both win this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you always win. First of all, like, let's, let's get that right straight. Like I don't always win. You always win. So, you know, I, I think one of the things that you did, and let's kind of walk through this a little bit, that was something that was really admirable, but it's important because when PDPM hit, which was a, a significant compliance change in billing Medicare, for those who don't know, it's happened about two and a half years ago, maybe Jill goes to the war room with her team of experienced personnel, compliance people, VP of operations, 
sales. I mean, everybody gets in the war room and we're instantly whiteboarding all the things that we can do. And we know what we can't do now, but what can we do? Group therapy, you know, all the things. So if there was someone to ever navigate that well, it was done so well by grabbing hold of a, hey, we have to build strategy because this is going to be a hit and we have to be prepared for that hit. But we can pivot, we can adjust, we can do things a different way. You know, we can, you know, shift the gear. And you did that. Now, I see a lot of people who don't put their experience, people like, you wouldn't have had the same result if you'd have got a commercial real estate investor and a a lawyer and this in the room who didn't have the intimate knowledge to compliance, to the people, to the needs of the patients, all the things that you brought into that room. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that's what's really, when we talk about this people business, it's really bringing all those people together and empowering them to work through their experience and talk through their experiential growth and their gut feelings of how we're going to get through this and what possible options we may have. That's what happened. Yeah. Exactly what happened. And, and it was awesome. It was pretty darn awesome. Yeah. So. I always like to brag that I like people on the team that are much smarter than me. So as kind of an adjunct of what you just said, to challenge, to task those to think. There are certain folks in my life that I don't pay or challenge to think. But those in leadership positions, I think often forget the power of intuitive thinking in situations. So what happened at that point, we brought in all the different fields, all the different disciplines, all, you know, from accounting to- Computer, IT, tech. The one thing we did know at that time is we had to, in terms of developing efficiencies, we had to mature the data that we, in terms of our IT systems, And it wasn't just about churning the data and looking at the data. It was the the expression of the data and it was the rollout of the data and how it was presented in a meaningful way that had impact on how we're running every single hospital or community that we're in. And it worked. Yeah. And I I just want to go out on this limb, I guess, to say right now for folks out there, like could have been a major setback. In fact, for many of Jill's competitors, they aren't there anymore because of that, right? Like they lost and set up for, you know, set back to set up for me, because I I don't want to speak out of school here, Jill, but two and a half years ago, you knew you were going to take a short, a short term revenue hit for sure. It was unavoidable, right? But if I'm not mistaken, you're over 100% that first year of PD, uh, PDPM revenue to today, to right now on your run rate, you are 100% above what you had to go back to. Is that fair? It's fair and accurate. Yeah. Like, think about that, folks. Like, this is the setback that is industry-wide. Everyone is going to take chin right here. I mean, just put it out there because... The punch is coming right on your chin and it is unavoidable. It is unavoidable. No one is immune. It's all coming down industry wide. What are you going to do about it? And here's Jill and her team at ONR who not only did something about it, but now in two and a half years, 
have reversed that to 100% increase in run rate revenue. It's amazing, right? I mean, it, it's it's amazing. It's a tribute to your team, and it's amazing to to the to the data driven, right? To the DDPM that you that you created. It's but it takes everybody, right? It takes a village. I mean, and everyone's got a role to play in it, and it's significant and it's huge. What what would you say if you're if you're talking to people right now, Jill, that are facing that kind of setback, right? And you're thinking like, and just like you and I were thinking, and she's another one. Like I felt like we just got through the last adaptation, right, from the chin music we took, and here we are lined up for a, another one, and we knew this one was bigger than the last. Fair. So, what would you tell someone? I mean, with the pandemic and pieces and small business struggling, people are out there hurting a bit. What would you tell them in that situation facing setback today? First of all, don't look at problems as negative. Don't look at them as if you won't survive because change is imminent. Mm. And one needs to find opportunities in change and grasp them and run with it. Run with your life to, you know, to take those changes, make them into opportunities and the way that you look at the situation, the goals that you set, the vision accordingly, that's the expected outcome. Love that. I think I would also say, you know, given the fact that I have never taken a business course. Which I love, by the way. Yeah, I know. Employ, you know, 1,200, 1,300 folks. I think I'm it's fair to say, and I'm comfortable saying, anyone can do it. It, you know, it doesn't take a college education to be a leader. Yeah, that's um, right. And I just, I feel like there's so many opportunities if we would just stop and take them one by one in any business organization. As long as the culture is in place and people ascribe to the culture, Trent, we talk a lot about there's you know, a big difference in agreement and alignment. Yes. I've learned so much from that statement when you first introduced it. To me. Yes. Great. It's great. So the quote that we use often that Jill's referring to is alignment does not equal agreement. And we're moving people in a direction and Jill's moving at a thousand miles an hour, as you can imagine, running this significant operation and having a lot of responsibility. Very few people, her close, even her close leadership team is not, privy to every detail of everything that's going on, right? Like you just can't possibly have it. There's too much data, right? Too much information and it's too fast. So decisions are made and people aren't going to agree with them. <laughs> like, you know, that's, at this point of your size organization, it's about 47% don't, right? Like, you know, like so that's just on the averages. Like, hey, we have a majority that probably think this is the best way to go and, and probably people have other opinions. And as an athlete, I, I certainly recognize that the fans never agreed with everybody's decisions. As you yell, as everyone yells at the TV, like, God, you're stupid, coach. You know, like everyone doesn't agree with you. But we do need alignment. Don't need your agreement, but we do need alignment. Our culture, we move in a direction, and, and our leaders are going to decide that at O&R. And then the rest of the team is expected to move in alignment with that, whether they agree or not. But that takes a culture of trust because when that happens – their group trusts that the leadership has their best interest, has their patience, has their facility, has sustainability at the heart of why we want to make that decision. So while they may not agree with it, people are happy to get in line. And if they are not, they mean they probably need to find somewhere else to work. 
Is that fair? It's fair. Yeah, it's good. Right? <laughs> I mean, and it's tough for people. It, listen, this is not for the faint at heart, right? It's hard. And you'd like, listen, I, I think it'd be great. I, I don't know what it looks like, but I think it would be great if everyone, if, if we all agreed <laughs> sometimes, like, man, that was nice. Everybody agreed. Wow. <laughs> like, I just don't remember ever saying it. That's why I never ask. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why would I bother? I already know the answer. So you've overcome a lot, Joe. Quick question. What would you consider your biggest victory? What are you most proud of? Saying my R's. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. saying my R's. That's great. I think it's still a journey, but I think in building a culture through owning a business that supports its folks, listens to its folks. I'm so proud of the fact that when I started this company, we were able to employ women that were single home, you know, home providers. Mm -hmm. And I love to look back and see how far the company has come. I mean, Mm -hmm. okay. So we used to provide baby bonuses anytime someone had a baby, then we would do a bonus. We don't encourage that. But just to be able to build a culture that is a friendly culture that supports therapists that are touching the lives of our aging population, that's a victory in itself. Every day that goes by in terms of my personal and professional journey, then I glean something that is positive, that is a benefit of being able to own and manage this organization. It's awesome. Just learned so much today, Joe. You know, talking about experiential growth, talking about no, you know, both the hardest and easiest word in the world, data-driven, right, people management, KPIs, talking about that, how important that is. But, you know, challenging times, you know, that change is imminent and finding opportunity and change, I mean, you've certainly maximized this in the last, you know, for, forever to, to, to sustain 35 years, of course. But, man, what a, what a pivot in these last five. And the culture in place, how important that is. Because we're, we're all in the people business, and we forget that. Like, it's whether it's your customer, whether it's your team member, like, we're in the people business. I don't care what your widget is. You need people to buy it. You need to sell it to people. <laughs> you, 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 you need people to market it. You need people because we need customers, too. And, you know, what I thought about our time this week together I I thought about the quote of Kelly Slater from Apple TV's In the Zone. When the greatest moments in life happen, they don't necessarily happen by chance. It's really an accumulation of all your understanding and knowledge of that thing all coming together in that one moment. In those times, you don't have to think about it. You just do it. You become it. And I just think that just described you to me in a nutshell, right? Like you've been, this strategic plan's always been placed. You've been triangulating. It's not, there's just not a lot of things by chance here for me. It's really good. Thank you, Trent. So for everybody, grace under pressure. I'm telling you, you know, like people are feeling this and I really get that. How you present yourself internally is fire. And I really get that. But grace under pressure always serves. And uh, it's a great quote by Hemingway. Jill, thank you so much for joining us today on the Winners Find the Way show. I know the show is going to be awesome. Again, tell them where they can find you. Jill Capella at onr-inc.com. 
That's awesome. For everyone else, follow the show on YouTube, live on Leadershipity Channel, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me, Trent Clark, in all those places. Look for our upcoming book, The Pyramid of Leadership. DM, email me at Trent at leadershipity.com or on any of those channels. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Rate us five stars. Share the show. Do all those things. Please continue listening as winners find a way we work hard to find value delivering stories from the one percenters, just like Joe Capella. So we're so fired up that you're here with us today. Join us every Friday, 1230 Eastern, 930 AM Pacific. Thanks so much for coming, Jill. Thank you, Trent. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Thank you for listening to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast. Trent, together with the leaders who shared their learning and experiences through this show, are grateful for allowing them to help and support you on your journey to becoming your best. Write a review, rate us five stars, and share this episode to your network.